And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsi, oh, damn it. Welcome to episode 104 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. How's everybody doing this week? Better than last week. Good. Good. Not not bad. Not bad. Definitely good. Jen, you're very convincing. Good. I I mean to be. Yeah. Yep. It's just just a long, standard kind of week. Yes. Well, my... uh, uh, Ahab-esque uh, relationship with the Atlanta housing market may finally be over. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. I found a place. Now I just have to make sure that I can actually get the loan that I'm supposed to be able to get because as it turns out a bunch of the members of the HOA aren't paying their fees. And that might be a problem. Now, I don't mean to steal your thunder, but I also did find a place and we are sitting in it right now. Congratulations. I stayed where I am. <laughs> And which just goes to show you sometimes when when you're trying to grow, staying the same is the best choice. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes, Brian, that is definitely. I don't know. Just, that is definitely the thing we should take away from this. Spoken like a forty-something-year-old white man. Right. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not at all due to the fact that the Atlanta housing market is ridiculous and stupid, no. and I hate it. Uh. Speaking of 104th somethings, the 104th issue of Tales of Suspense. Hey. Yep. Number 104 of five. Yes. <laughs> 104 of five. Nice. Yep. This is also episode 104 of five of Panelology. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's about how long we wow. actually expected it to go, right? That's about yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's how many, it's how many <laughs> listeners we have. I expected two. <laughs> <laughs> Two, and then everybody said, take it off the internet. Take it off. <laughs> no, that was, that was something else. <laughs> that wasn't until after the Toto incident. So, Tales of Suspense. Uh, <laughs> Tales of Suspense. We, we learn the final fates of Bucky and James mm-hmm. and Natasha. Natasha. Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah. As it turns out, that... that uh, uh, safe room was pretty safe. We were right. Yeah, that, that which that wasn't that wasn't a super hard hard leap to make, but um, but we get perhaps the greatest paddle in all of comics: Hawkeye and Winter Soldier riding it on a bear. Yes, yes. Oh <laughs> my god! Not any bear. Ursa Major. Ursa Major. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A la Golden Compass. Yes. <laughs> now wait a minute. Now you're confusing this with Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, right. Yes, correct. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, no, this this was this was really, really good. Um, I'll tell you what I think was probably my favorite thing about this whole arc, this whole story, is that Natasha changed. Yes. Yeah. Like, quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. And I like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. If you read the back matter... That makes a lot more sense that that happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Matthew Rosenberg talks about how he learned what a story is from his dad. And it's like, oh, well, there you go. That's that's what you did. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. The curtain comes up. When the curtain goes down, someone's changed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and I kind of like that Clint didn't change in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's Clint. No. But you, you do get kind of her wish for him to change. Yeah. Yes. In a very manipulative way. And also, it it's not... Go- like, that's the one way to prompt him to keep going after her. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's not going to happen. You know that, right? Like, I hope you stop going after people who are bad for you. Um, bitch. Have you met Clint Barton? Come on. <laughs> come on, though. But, like, come on. That's the one thing that a girl can say to... Or anybody can say to anybody who is into that kind of person. And they're like, yeah, no, I'm going to keep pursuing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you so guys are so, so nervous. <laughs> Brian was reaching for his microphone, and no good could have come of that. Hey, but it was very quiet, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Uh, and then we see then we see her letter to James. Yes, which was very different. <laughs> it was very different, and it makes me wonder if maybe we can get some more of their antics together. In the future. Yeah, the, well, what it clearly says is that they ha- there's definitely plans for her. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the next place she shows up is Infinity, Infinity. Countdown Black Widow number yeah. one. Nice. Which, they have the cover for that in the back of this. That is a gorgeous cover. It is a cover. gorgeous cover. I will give you, yes, that is beautiful. Um, but yeah, this was a lot of fun. If you weren't sure about this or haven't checked it out, and like any of these characters, you should remedy that yes. either grab it individually or grab it on comicsology or grab the trade when it comes yeah. out I, i'm i'm gonna miss clinton and and james and bucky their antics back yeah. and forth yeah. they're just, they're non-bromance wait, clinton they're and not, james yes. and bucky i think is what you just said well <laughs> james slash quote unquote bucky right? yeah. yeah james bucky barnes um, but yeah, they're, they're non-bromance. I like that. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Good description. Yep. All right. Hey, Jen. Yeah. You read the first two issues of John Wick. I sure did. Um, I somehow missed this one when it came out, even though we had it on solicitations. I have no idea when the first one came out. I'm assuming about a month ago. Probably. It's <laughs> a but, fairly safe assumption. Right, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Around then. Um, Which is weird, because you haven't been busy at all for this last month. No, not at all for this past, like, year. It's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. I'm fine. Are really, you? I'm fine. Are you okay? I'm, I'm, Are you okay, Annie? <laughs> I'm not Annie, but I am okay, I guess. I'm very I'm, tired. I'm going to be nice and not throw out lyrics from the last five years. No, you know. <laughs> well, that's okay. That's an okay song to sing, because it's not a sad one. It's just an asshole one. In I'm context, fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Yeah, that's me right now. In context, they're all sad they ones. They are all sad ones in context. I hate these fucking shoes. Stop it. <laughs> um, and now she's not fine. <laughs> now I'm not fine. <laughs> um, Quick, dead dogs. Oh, now I'm even wow. more not fine. John Wick. Okay, yeah, this is, this is pre-dead dogs. This is pre-anything that happens in the movies. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
Is this when he's still working the first time? This is before he starts working, oh, I guess. It's, so. it's right around the beginning of him working. Okay. Uh, it, it gives you a little insight into his childhood okay. and what that was like. Um, so kind of an origin story? Sort of, yeah. I mean, ish. As yeah, much there's as, origin-ish yeah. stuff that happens. It has a little bit different of a feel than watching the John Wick movies because, I mean, obviously you don't get that good, good Keanu fighting because um, he's a fucking badass and come at me if anybody doesn't like him i will i will we'll have words i, I like we'll him. Words. i like him in certain types of movies and that is one of them how's that words brian um yes that's fair yeah but words this was really good though cool this was really good and i'm going to keep this one on my pull list okay nice yeah yeah if you dig john wick get that shit I told you this before we started recording, but yeah. I'm going to say it on the air. I finally bought John Wick recently, and I started watching, and I stopped about ten minutes in because I just could not handle the idea of the dog dying. So as far as I'm concerned, John Wick is a short film about a man overcoming grief with his dog. That's like, that's acceptable too. <laughs> that's acceptable too, because it is a very good uh, that in the first few minutes. Yeah. He but and the dog are that's, alive that's, and well and that's living like, in Paris. That's like Breaking Bad being about uh, a teacher who finds out he has cancer. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. Which would probably be how I would do Breaking Bad, frankly. Honestly. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> it's probably better for your psyche, but yeah. Yeah, as long as you don't get to the bathtub scene <sighs> within that first few couple episodes, you're you're fine. You're fine. Just don't. Let's go. Yeah. What's next? Uh, <laughs> do, 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 those are more me books. Uh, Brian. Uh huh. Batman. Creature of the night. <laughs> I knew you were going to do this. Creature yeah. of the night. Um, this is, I mentioned, I think I talked about this one when it came out. Um, this is a really, really different series. Um, it is about an alternate world where, um, there's a boy who can kind of summon Batman. Um, and his name is Bruce Wainwright. And like, there's other characters that... <laughs> his name well, is Bruce Wayne, right? It is. And specifically, that's a, that's a, I mean, that is a, that's done on purpose. And it's a thing that like, he's always kind of identified with, cause it's a, Batman is a comic book in, and like, mm-hmm. movies that have been played by athlete and like, they talk about this, right? So, um, but there's other people who match, um, People in, obviously, from the comic books, right? Like, right. he has an uncle that ends up taking care of him, who is very, in some ways, very Alfred-like, in other ways, very not Alfred-like. Okay, I was about to say, he's old and British? What? Uh, no, um, he's actually, he was uh, in the closet for a long time. Much more of a, uh, uh, like, 40s playwright <laughs> type okay. person. Batman's uncle, Tennessee Williams. Yeah, kind of. I mean, but yeah, but in that, in that, he cares about him and and fosters his health as opposed to yeah. Um, but nobody, nobody but him knows he can summon this creature. And in this one, we kind of find out who this who this Batman might be. Brian's staring at me because I'm staring off as I reimagine a Batman Joker scene using the dialogue from the. Uh, Stanley, uh, uh, not Stella, Stella's sister, Blanche, Blanche, the Stella Blanche. Uh, we've had this engagement for a long time. In this case, Batman is, is Stanley and the Joker is Blanche and it's pretty wonderful. (laughs) Okay. 
Damn it, I need to see that now. <laughs> Damn it, Alex. TM, 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 TM. I don't know. No, no, no. No, somebody else can have that. They just have to put it out for me to see it. Yeah, I just want to watch yeah. it. Oh, what theater can I pitch letting me do that now? <laughs> well, I know probably one that would. But all, this was a very cool. It read, it read kind of like an Elseworld story, and it was a uh, super super good. So to be you fair, didn't get it the, an Elseworld story. Yeah, well, this one's. Uh, yeah. But it had that same. Uh, you know, some of them don't have the same feel as others. Of them sure. do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really really enjoyed it. Awesome. Uh, Skyward number one came out this week. This is uh, about the Earth. When gravity goes away. So it's, so it's like gravity fails? Yes. Gravity <laughs> fails. Um, it is about this girl who is working as a courier and wants to get out of the city and see more of the world, which is incredibly dangerous because at least in the city you have all these tall buildings that you can hook onto and navigate around and things you can grab to not float away if something goes wrong. Uh, and her father, who is a scientist who predicted this happening and claims to have a way to stop it. Yeah. Uh, and that's really about all you get in the issue. Like A lot of it is just sort of introduction to the world and introduction to these two characters. You see her mother when she's a baby. Like, you see the father have to make the choice to save her or save her mother. Oh. Uh, and he obviously chooses her. I don't know. I think at that point he didn't really have a choice. Well. I, th I think the other way was done. Probably, but he was still going to try until he heard the baby cry. Okay. Is how I read it. Right. I can't go out there and die with her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is written by... The showrunner from Lucifer, whose name I am blanking on at the moment. Henderson? Joe Henderson? Is that right? That doesn't sound I do right. not know. Uh, this is one I don't got. I did not read this one. I do not know. I, the art is Lee Garbutt. The art is my favorite thing. Like I like the writing. I like the story. I like the world building. But it's story. beautiful. The art is so incredibly gorgeous. Uh... This is the sound of Alex Googling and talking at the same time. A thing he cannot actually do. Uh, yeah, Joe Henderson. I got oh, it right. Nice. Uh, and who's the colorist on here? Antonio Alex, one Fabella. for one today. Yeah. Uh, Lee Garbutt and Antonio Fabella. Like, their art, their pages are just absolutely beautiful and worth the price of admission on their own. But I think this is going to be really cool. I like this main character. She's spunky. And I like spunk. Okay. I guess Moxie is really the word. Moxie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got Moxie. Oh well. Yeah. Who do I look like? John Hodgman. <laughs> um, nope. <laughs> and that you have a pretty great beard. Yeah. Need to wear more ball caps, I think. To look. That's true, especially yeah. ball caps with logos of defunct hockey teams. That's right. There you go. He's not wrong about that Hartford Whalers logo. It's a good <laughs> logo. Yep. Yeah. Uh, excellent use of negative space. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Uh, this is a good, good book. I really dug it. I don't know yet if I'm going to do it in single issues or trade. Yeah. 
Um, it I really do feels like it'll be a good trade book. It does, but, but this I, this this day in the life issue was real fun. Yeah, like it feels like it's going to read well either way. I also have literally nine books ending next week. Oh, nice! So I'm gonna have Why a little. Why not keep it? Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll see. Anyway, strongly recommend it. Uh, what's next? Uh, Jen. Yeah. Tell me about Batman. Batman. Batman is this uh, really great story about a, 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 a small town baseball team with this this new hitter. That oh, is... I, I know this. Shoeless Joe. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Shoeless Joe from Hannibal Moe. <laughs> no. Uh, so we talk about Batman Sorry. so much. So, so much. You need to take a drink after that Shoeless Joe thing, by the Damn way. Damn it. Okay. Yeah. We talk about Batman so much, but this was a a very, 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 very good episode or issue to me. Fucking Mike. We get to see Booster Gold being his boosteriest. You may be right. You're not wrong. I honestly think that this is my favorite use of Booster Gold. In a very long time. Like very he good. is trying to do something that he thinks is a really, really cool idea. Right. He's like, nobody will think of this. Oh my God, did he fuck up. Oh, 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 oh boy. Yeah, I want to say something, but I don't want to call spoilers yet, so I'm not going to say Okay. It. Um, yeah, I don't know how to talk about this anymore without calling spoilers. Okay, Booster well, decides to get Bruce a gift, and it is a good, good, bad gift. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so spoilers and here's the thing I was gonna say I don't know that I would take present advice from the ruler of war world like this screams the most bad idea and it's very booster but it's a very bad idea what's the one thing that nobody can give Batman Right. We're in spoilers. Back. It's his parents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> his life back. Right? That in turn totally fucks up the world. You know, like uh-huh. everything. <laughs> um, Dick is Batman in this, but he's not like, he's not a, a Batman that we've seen Dick be. <laughs> well, because he's clearly a Batman who never had Bruce. Right. 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 Who, uh, who never taught him that there was a line that you don't cross. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Who ne- he, this is a... <laughs> This is a dick who never watched uh, Annie Get Your Gun and does not know that you can't catch a man with a gun. And yet, he does shoot him right in the back. Yep. It was great. I love... But he still doesn't catch him. Oh, Skeet. And, in, and in the face. Yeah. Skeets is like, oh, I'd like to tell you that he's not standing right behind you, but it is Batman and he did shoot you. Yeah. He did that thing. Yeah. And now, wait, I'm scanning... I sense him. He's right above me, and as and Batman, you like, already know. Him up, up, <laughs> and you've already found that out. Yeah. <laughs> so, does everyone else forever and always read Skeets' voice and that of Philip J. Fry? No, I actually think of Skeets as having like a feminine voice. I don't know why. I just always have. Oh, I always hear him in Philip Fry's voice because in the one episode of Justice League Unlimited he was in, that's mm-hmm. who voiced him. That's true. Billy West. Yep. Okay. Yep. And it yeah. always works. Yep. There you go. This was good. 
This was so good. Yeah, it was. It was pretty fan, and had one of those um, endings that was like, yeah, everybody but Booster could have seen that coming. <laughs> yeah, and also, damn boy, you done fucked up. Yeah, he has. <laughs> yeah. I just loved his, and now we got to go back in time and, well, not kill your parents, but. Per se, well, but. Uh... <laughs> oh, kind of kill your parents. <laughs> yeah. Just goes over great, too, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like the the worst uh, uh, wonderful life story ever, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Don't you see how awful life is versus literally, like, dancing with his mom? Mm-hmm. It's so awful, isn't it? It's awful. Life is awful. Well, well I have parents, so... Mm, no. Yeah. Yeah. I love Booster, but Booster done goofed up. He done goofed so hard. <laughs> so you're saying he was Booster? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And his booster is A little bit. Hey, Brian. Yes. Uh, Black Hammer, Age of Doom, Doom. number one. Um, So, yeah, this is our return to the Black Hammer universe, um, specifically kind of the main storyline. We've got our our new Black Hammer, and she has figured out exactly what's going on. And just when she's about to tell them, she disappears. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's got the, our our main cast, um, you know, uh, Abraham Slam and Barbalian and Golden Gale and those folks um, kind of rethinking and, and re-engaging and trying to figure out what's going on. Um, and we've got our new Black Hammer in a completely different location and we don't really know what that is, but we're given one clue. And let's just say things aren't going so well for that, any of them. Oh, no. Yeah. That sounds uncharacteristic. <laughs> what things not going well yeah 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 um she meets a whole new group of folks brian has this look that is like devious devious would i bet a lot of these folks are devious <laughs> maybe that's where i got my inspiration cool Oh, my notes are in just the most scrambled order this week. I was going to say, it's just as good as all the previous Black Hammer stuff, so yeah, keep going. Uh, Let's talk about Action Comics 1000. Yeah, so anybody that, you know, didn't know or doesn't have anything to do with comics maybe would be the only way you didn't know this was going to happen, but... uh... Action Comics number 1,000 came yeah. out. And what happened in this issue, Brian? Um, we find out that Superman's a really awesome guy. Like, I was going like to say ten, Bendis came. Like but... ten times in a row. Well, I was going to get to that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you don't just roast right to Bendis coming. You've got to have all the build-up. <laughs> he needs a little foreplay, for, okay? Like a couple of months of foreplay, thank you. Bendis has been coming for a while now. Now Bendis came. And we're going to stop. The most, that's some tantric shit right there. Must have taken notes from Sting. <laughs> Two months. Good golly. You should uh, hear Bendis play the lute. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, this is uh, this is an anthology. I think it's like ten stories. Yeah. Um, and they are they're all set in different kind of time frames of Superman's existences. Um, and they're all very much, um, 
stories to, that kind of make you feel good about Superman. They're all very yeah. reminiscent, very nostalgic kind of feeling. Um, I, my personal favorite is probably one called The Car by Jeff Johns. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I, the, the art style is very different and reminiscent of an older one. And just, it's... Yeah, a good one. There's uh, there's one. Also, to be fair, it's Jeff Johns and Richard Donner. Yes, it is. It is. That's fair. Um, the other one, there's one by Paul Dini, which is called Action Land, which is Mr. Mitzit Spitlick, who, uh, which is you know, we're always kind of a sucker for. It's a very yeah, almost sixties ish type. Yeah, and and given what all these stories are doing, which is kind of saying, hey, look how cool Superman is, rah rah, he's awesome. This is a very good way to accomplish that and still be kind of different and good yeah well i love the i love the take on why mitzit spitlick can't just beat him because he's nigh omnipotent and also has this imagination and can't imagine superman not winning right <laughs> yeah it's, it's like he's defeating himself basically yeah yeah uh-huh um and then our last story is brian michael bendis writing his first ever superman story and it is very much a teaser introduction. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I shared without the only the one thing that I really did like about it was he brought Supergirl back into uh, a Superman story. So they're yeah. like kind of acknowledging, oh wow, look, hey, these two people actually exist in the same universe. Well, so, like, that's the it. thing he does well, right? He builds yeah. up supporting cast. He does. He does. Um, so it, you don't get a whole lot of feel from this. Um, for you know exactly what's going to happen, other than I mean, you get introduced to well, there's a new one bad guy, right? But I mean, you don't, you don't really see the direction that this whole feel is going to be going forward. Are you you get a little bit of information? You get mm -hmm. this enemy claims to have known Torel, right? He claims to have been responsible for the destruction of Krypton, mm -hmm. and his entire mission is to wipe out all Kryptonians from the universe because they are of light. They're a disease. Um, I, I get that, but I was kind of speaking more of like the ongoing feel and tone of the book. Well, no, I mean, it's right. what, six pages. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why, right. That's exactly what I mean. Although four of those pages are two random people talking about Superman's underpants. So. Yeah, there is that. And... I mean this in, in a positive way. It is a Bendis book, so. You know a little bit what the feel of it's going to be. It's going to be kind of snarky and kind of give you that big ensemble cast and occasionally give you sort of weird everyman viewpoints. Like, why is he wearing these red shorts? I can't believe he's put these shorts back on. Hasn't he learned people wear their underwear under their pants? Well, you know, I hear on his planet it's a sign for hope. <laughs> Which... Yeah. Might have been my favorite line yeah, anywhere yeah. in this whole book. <laughs> yes. Like, how often does somebody know, like, just enough of something to completely misunderstand it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, Literally everyone on the face of the planet. Exactly. Yeah. In some regards, yes. Yep. We're all that person about something. Mm -hmm. 30 years from now, canonically, the shorts will mean hope, though. <laughs> you know it's true. And also that booty. Hopefully I will have written one about that booty. That's true. Buns of steel. Mm -hmm. that, that super booty. That super booty. <laughs> uh, Nightwing number 43, speaking of booties. Speaking of super booties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there wasn't enough super booty in this one. There, there wasn't much, no. but, you know, what Maybe better segue is there? Yeah. 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 Jimin 1. Yeah. Mm. Jimin 1. 
Not to be confused with Roberto Yada Hadenthro. <laughs> I'm renaming them. No. Yeah. No. I'm renaming them. I still love that I Shut got up. you to do that. <laughs> You're a jerk. Thanks. No, I'm sorry. I've I've checked with Sweden and the council is not currently accepting names. Right, renaming requests. They're actually backed up on giving out first names. <laughs> That's fine. I went to Brazil for mine anyway. I got a Brazilian booty. <laughs> oh. So, Nightwing. That sounds painful. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, actually, quite not. <laughs> Poor Alex. He has to drink now. <laughs> Not out of any rules, but just because we're out in of the room necessity. With him. <laughs> <laughs> you know those Cthulhu games where you like have to have to drink to stay to continue having sanity. I have never played a Cthulhu drinking game. No, <laughs> no, no but no, that like, sounds epic. Like, like board games where like you have to like whenever the abyss stares you can, back, you, you take can use alcohol to For fend real? off. Now I'm gonna do that. Yeah, you can use alcohol to fend off the terror. To <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Isn't that just called life, Brian? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I do <laughs> that every day. That's where it came from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so this is a one shot. Yeah. Uh, which we briefly talked about when we had Michael Marisi on the show as he wrote this yeah. issue. Yeah. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. It really was. It was a good issue. Uh, it is Dick's Night Off. He is going to Netflix and chill. <laughs> A term that Damien sure. eventually points out, you do not understand what that means. <laughs> no. Maybe Which is both funny and a little creepy coming <laughs> little, from Damien. A little disturbing. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is 13, right? 14 something, yeah. right there in that age group. Yeah, but usually that's the thing he's start... pretty oblivious about. Yeah. Maybe it is. You Maybe said it was he one and Emiko have been Netflix. <laughs> oh, let's not talk about that. No. Um, <laughs> Emiko said no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm better than this. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is true. Uh, both Damien and Roy Harper called Dick asking for help with different problems that turned out to be the same problem. And, like, it's a lot of the two of them quipping, like, middle and younger sibling while Dick, as simultaneously oldest brother and father, tries to deal with their shit. So, it's very funny. if I ever had to call Dick, I think I would just always call that a booty call. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That, that is actually probably an accurate yeah. description. It's like, I don't mean anything by this, but you are a booty call. What's that? No, that's creepy. I made it creepy. Go me. I you did Alexed it. it. I did the thing. <laughs> See, Jen, doesn't it feel good? <laughs> no, it didn't. Didn't feel good at all. Felt a little good. It does when you do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, then you're not doing it right. Yeah, nice. Nice. Uh, anyway, this was a lot of fun. It was... I had hopped off of Nightwing a little while back, but I wanted to check out this issue. Sorry, I'm still doing it. Yeah, yeah. You replaced Nightwing with Dick in your head? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm the 13-year-old. That's fine. Uh, actually, you know, that line... Uh, uh, that that uh, Lady Gaga line is about him back when he had the big collared blue and white suit. And the the, the first night her suit. disco her disco stick. 
right. All right. That's where I got Roberto and Alejandro from. Yeah. So why not? Yeah. There you go. See, it all comes back. It all comes back. <laughs> it all comes back to Dick Grayson and Lady Gaga. Yeah. 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 Uh, this was good. Check it out if you enjoy Dick Grayson. Even if you don't like Roy Harper, Brian. I don't like modern Roy Harper. Man. I think he would dig this take on Roy Harper. It could Harper. be. It could be. He's pretty wonderful. Yeah. He doesn't do the angry, or I hate everybody because nobody understands me. No, he's adorable and derpy. Super yeah. angsty bro man. No. He's, he's just kind that. of a clod. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. I can yeah. deal with that. He's still a bro, though. Yeah. At one point, Damien is just absolutely disgusted that he's had his life saved by Roy Harper yes. and cannot abide it. <laughs> it's wonderful. Okay, that's pretty cool. I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I mostly, would read, mostly for the angst that generates Damien. But yeah. Yeah. I yeah. would read an ongoing that were these three characters of Michael Fuck Reese. yeah. Me too. All right. It was very good. Yeah. Uh, hey, Jen. Yeah. Deathbed, speaking of dicks. Oh, my God. Every week you say, I hope there's no dick in the next one. And every week or month, they add more and more and more dicks. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They really, that's the thing. Like, the first one had one dick. There was one dick. It happened a lot, but it was one dick. The next one, I don't even remember how much dick, but there was more than one. Yeah. Although we did get the same dick. It sounds like the South Park movie where they got a rating from the censors they didn't like, so they added more stuff, more bad stuff, yeah. and sent it back. And every time they got rejected, they just added more content in until they finally just approved it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you be the system, kids. Um, in this one, you have 30-foot-tall statues with dicks hanging out. You yeah, have with a fucking 10-foot-long dick. People I mean, clad oh, in... Was, was it a statue of uh, Shirtless Bear Fighter? Might as well have been. Might as well have been. I still need to see the shirtless bear fighter Luna crossover. Yeah. Yeah, um, that would that would kill me though. There would be too much dick. You have fringes of dicks lining people's Oh my collars. god. <laughs> and the, it's like they were really gross dicks too. They weren't even like aesthetically pleasing dicks. They were bad dicks <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. As it turns out... So they were all night wings with mustaches? No. Cannibal <laughs> cultists don't have good dick aesthetics. No. No. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah, and this one, Val finally starts to, like, kind of lean into this world that Luna lives in. Yeah. And she's like, no, this is great. You have people who love you. This isn't so scary. Awesome, fantastical things are happening. They're giving me booze. I'm sure they're going to feed me at some point. Um, no, they just want to eat her. They just want to eat her and Luna. Mm-hmm. And it's terrifying. I really appreciate the detail, though, that a man named Luna uh, built his cult's uh, 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 literature on worshipping the moon. No, no, no. He, it wasn't about the moon gods. It was about away from being away from the moon gods. Even though the moon changes your thinking. The moon changes your thinking. His yeah. name is Luna. Yeah. And he, Luna means moon. Yeah. And... He changed their thinking. Like, it's all... Yeah. I thought it was nice. It was nice. It was nice. <laughs> Just drink more. Okay. I'll do it, too. Wow. Brian, talk about this book you didn't read. <laughs> um, you know what I really, I really liked? The dicks? <laughs> no. <laughs> the uh, seams that were lined with nipples? No. No, this was so... Wait, they were, they were all George Clooney Batman suits? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was just very... um. 
specific pieces of his Batman suit all sewn together. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There were face boots. Yeah. Face boots. Now face the boots face boots were fucked up. That's that's what, what would be a really cool cosplay piece. Yeah, but that was fucked up. It's gross. All that was gross. If anybody cosplays these people, I will turn away from you at a con. Will you though? No, no, no. I'll be like, look at the detail. Ooh, it's actually squishy. Is that pepperoni? <laughs> no. Wow. Wow, you guys are doing a great job of making me want to read this book. It's good. I promise it's good, it's despite so very good. the insane amount of dicks. <laughs> Yeah, it has heart. Like, do, did they just have to actually make a choice and go? I wonder just how many dicks we can put in. They must. Book. They must have done that thing. Yes. Yeah. Well, and the panel with those three characters who are decked out. Uh, <laughs> Wouldn't that be decked out? <laughs> they are. Thank in you. fact, it's one of those things where, like, you look at it and you read it and you move on, and then you go, "Wait a minute, what did I just see?" Yeah. And you go back to it, and the longer you stare at it, the worse it gets. Yeah. And then they show you close-ups. <laughs> Which only makes you go back to that last panel and be like, oh Are God, you sure oh God, that oh was God, there? Oh, oh, it was. It's so bad. Oh, yeah. my. But so well executed. Yeah, like, I can't not read this book. <laughs> no. Okay. okay. Uh, one more quick thing before we go to, is it so good? Wasted Space, number one, mm. came out this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I hope you listened to us and pre-ordered a copy because it sold out by noon on Wednesday. Yeah. I did not get a copy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I tried to nope. get the comic shop we frequent to order more than two copies. Yeah. And they did not listen. <laughs> nope. In fact, they cut down from five they were going to order to just two. And I'm like, you guys, come on. You messed this one up. Yeah. It's not often I go in and I'm like, you guys should order more copies of this thing. But I actually did do that with this one. I'm like, you want a couple of extras at least. I mm-hmm. promise you. You'll, se- you'll sell them. It's getting a second printing. Good. Um, that is confirmed. So if you missed it and don't want to pay $20 for a copy on eBay right now. Wow. <laughs> which Holy is, crap. Yeah. Like, I was trying to find Tim a copy. And I think he said 17 on Amazon was the best he'd found. Damn. Yeah. It's a good very on good you, book. Michael Morisi. Yeah. yeah, no joke. It was a good story. It, I mean, yeah. 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 To hear more about it, go back and listen to the episode we had him on to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's good. It's on my pull list. Stay on my pull list. Yeah, I'm going to have to talk to them and make sure I get more. Like, they get me a copy next time. Yeah. Next issue. Yeah. Uh, okay. Is it still good? Mm-hmm. Brian. Yes, sir. And we've got a couple of number ones on here, so you can break format for the number ones a Ooh. little bit. Her Infernal Descent, number one. Um, Mom travels with William Blake through the beginning of Dante's Inferno. And wait, wait. And this is just for Alec. This is where I'm breaking format. William Blake's speech is all in rhymes. Nice. Jughead the Hunger, number five. Um... We find out who the real Betty is. Ooh. Aquaman number 35, Brian. <laughs> Brian, do all the books. Do them all. Um, Coram Rath gets everything he wants and finds out there's parts of it he doesn't. Oh. 
Batman number 14. Sorry, Batwoman number 14. I was, I was about to I say, was like, nope. We already talked about Batman, and it's not number 14. <laughs> nope, nope, Batwoman nope, nope. number 14. I'm sorry, there are like five Batman books on <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah. Batwoman number 14. Kate gets ready for her family reunion. Oh, no. I Brave and the Bold, guns. Batman and Wonder Woman. <laughs> sorry. That was on me. Not really. I just <laughs> can't talk like a human. What were you saying? I don't even know anymore. Okay. Batman, the Brave and the Bold. Oh, no. One more take, Alex. <laughs> the Brave and the Bold, Batman and Wonder Woman, number three. Oh, I'm leaving all of that in. Yeah. I am leaving. Yeah. yeah. yeah no. Stuff. Words, things. We get some insight to Batman's methods for detecting. Cave Carson has an interstellar eye, number two. Cave and friends stumble into off-brand Star Wars. <laughs> nice. Laser monks. <laughs> Laser monks. Yes. Yes, they do. Future Quest presents number nine, Brian. Um, let's see. Um... <clears throat> You're going to have to cut some here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not now, I'm not. Um, this, uh, the Herculoids are in this, and uh, <laughs> Dorno gets everything he ever wanted. Harley Quinn, number 42. In the apocalyptic future of New Jersey, old lady Harley comes back to settle the turf war that has arisen in her absence. Nice. This is the Mad Max. Yeah. All Bull and Harley issue. Uh, Justice League 43, Brian. Um, we get a resolution to the satellite crashing story, and we find out why Catwoman really is probably the best character in the DC Universe. All right. Mr. Miracle number eight, Jen. Um, Mr. Miracle and Big Barda learn how to deal with working full-time and parenting full-time. And, and, Funky says Excelsior. Yeah, he does. And we learn that Batman kills kids. Uh, (laughs) Super Sons, number 15. Batman kills kids. What's up? Super Sons, 15, Brian? Oh, um... The... We learned that power armor is always the true evil. You're not going to make your fun fun Amazo pun? Oh, this book is Amazo. (laughs) (laughs) Golf class. Kid Amazo. (laughs) Superman number 45. The Kents say goodbye to their old house. And take one last trip to the county fair. Aww. I, I'm I'm just looking at the cover, and I would have to go with I see hope in the clouds. His underwear? No, it's the Superman's the S in the <laughs> okay. clouds. Yeah, <laughs> Superman's right. red shorts are on the flagpole, <laughs> and everyone's <laughs> saluting them. Yeah, salute your shorts. <laughs> it's the second time I've referenced salute your shorts this week. Just nice. for you, Vika. <laughs> Camp Ottawa, we, we hold, hold you, you in, in our, our hearts. hearts. And when we think about you, it makes us want to... Timo, not in front of the kids. (laughs) Uh, Antar, the Black Knight, number one. This is something we talked about in previews 
or in solicitations uh, a couple of months back. It is a folk legend, folk tale about a warrior poet named Antar. Uh, and it's the number one, so I'm breaking format a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like his childhood, a, sort of a history of his parents, him being born into slavery, and him getting to become a fighter. Um, so if that's your kind of thing, I think you'll dig it. Uh, curse words number 13, Jen. Mm-hmm. Margaret's the best. Well, yeah, Margaret is the best. We already knew that. Ruby Stitch and Weezor work together to find Margaret. And we learn the history of the whole world. <laughs> the history of the whole world. Uh, Brian, mm-hmm. the further adventures of Nick Wilson, number four. Mm-hmm. Nick learns you probably you shouldn't always run away from your past. Okay. Brian, kickass, mm-hmm. number three. Mm-hmm. As a new hero, kickass learns why heroes. <laughs> often get in trouble when things don't go the way they expect them to. Amazing Spider-Man 799. Uh, Spider-Man plays Charlie, as in Charlie's Angels, to his supporting cast and realizes that's not how he's going to uh, deal with the Red Goblin. Oh. Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows, number 18, Brian. And this has... Brian's Quote of the Week. Quote, quote. <clears throat> um, we'll start with uh, we'll start with the description here. Um, Annie, in the beginning, shows how the power of friendship can set someone on the right path. Um, but the quote of the week: <laughs> Annie gets pulled out uh, by her by her parents, and Peter goes, "We talked about this. We have rules about this. I know, I know. No team ups without permission. But they're not technically teaming up with Spiderling." They don't even know I'm Spiderling. You just can't. You. She's trying to loop us. Our own daughter is super villain in the making. <laughs> <laughs> Adorable. I love it. Avengers six eighty nine. Lightning decides that he can beat the Grandmaster at his own game. Black Panther one seventy two. They fight bad guys. Yada yada yada. And then Black Panther and Storm smooch. <laughs> okay. Infinity Countdown number two. Ant Man remembers that everybody did tell him he would come to space to die. <laughs> oh. oh no. <laughs> and now. Log box book report. It's a log box book report. Fuck you. Oh, okay. What do we got, Jen? I got victory number three. It's an image book. Uh, turns out I got the B cover to this. Oh, ooh. Um, cover um, A is much more naked. Aw. Then why'd you get cover B? No, I'm just... I, I didn't really have a choice. Um, it's much more naked in that, like, she does have armor on, but it only covers her nipples and right at her hooch. So was oh, okay. this so in the full Thor. Was this no, it, the 90s? it was from, like, 2003. Um... Sounds very Witchblade to me in the 90s. I was thinking of Deja Force. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Mm. 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 So I have no idea what's going on in this book. Um, <laughs> this is... Two issues came out before this. So it's like Paper Girls. No. <laughs> Just... no. <laughs> Decidedly not. 
Although there are a group of um, young children in this. So, Ugh. in that sense, uh, I, I don't... It starts out with them mourning the loss of their friend. The These adventurers that are on the cover of the book that I got. Um, there's like a paladin and a sorceress and a dwarf. I don't know. And a little elf dude. Um, so they're mourning the loss of their friend, the druid, who apparently was just called the druid. Like all druids are just the druid. Um, and they're trying to cheer up the wood nymph that could not help save their friend, even though she tried. Oh, She's very upset. Cheer up in quotes. <laughs> they were trying to cheer up the woman. Well, sort of, <laughs> oh. because it's a little... No, the little elf dude jumps in to try and help because nobody is doing a good job of this. And he just, like, starts complimenting her on her looks and everything. And the sorceress that's with them, that's with their party... He's like, no, don't look at her, because if you look at a, full, a, a wood nymph full on, it'll make you die. And I'm just like, what? huh? <laughs> what? So something happens. Just a little death, maybe. <laughs> well, that's what I'm kind of thinking. Something happens, and then all of a sudden, these characters that, you know, for the first couple pages I have come to know and love are now children. What? Oh, oh. oh see, I, there, there's, there's the tie-in. See, this way, when they do actually get killed, then it's a little death. <laughs> this is all gross and weird, but also funny. Um, okay. But the wood nymph is still there. Turns out she's a demigoddess something or another. Uh, she's, like, totally naked in these kids' bedroom. Don't understand what's going on here. Somebody gives her a t-shirt, and then, like, three pages later, this t-shirt is, like, a cute, low-cut, short-ass tunic dress. And I'm like, you went to the Rob Liefeld School of Clothing, didn't you? (laughs) Didn't you? Was it a quantum shirt? It's a quantum dress shirt. I just don't, I just don't get it. And, And one of the kids is a girl, and she's like, okay, this is all inappropriate. She's like me. Standing over in the corner going, this shouldn't be happening here. Can we not make this happen? Let's give this girl a shirt. Uh, so we learn the, the backstory of this wood nymph demigoddess person thingy. Uh, in that uh, some great knight in the past was her father and gave her so much power. And, and gave her this weird armor with glowing jewels and tubes and stuff. I don't know what the pertinences of this stuff but i do know that red was maybe not the right color for the jewels and tubes because it just looks gross oh like why like why maybe i blue maybe but no blue is mana potion (laughs) health potion mana potion oh yeah so this weird goblin guy thingy bursts in and this is where I start getting the sense that, like, the adventures from the first few pages were from the past, and maybe these kids are, like, reincarnated versions of it. I, again, have not read the first two issues of so this. Just I like am Wicked just, and Divine. Just like Wicked and Divine. <laughs> it's exactly like Wicked and Divine. Yeah. That's what it is. Wicked, if, mm-hmm. if Paper Girls met Wicked and Divine, you'd have this book. Well, it's because on the last page, there's just three heads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, So, anyway, this this big... Gremlin-y dude bursts in and is trying to kill the wood nymph goddess lady thingy. 
And the kids start throwing books at it, which is adorable, even though everything going on is weird. And that's how um, they teach you to deal with an active shooter situation in your school. Throw books? Now. Yeah. Those. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, all right. Sure, sure. Some classrooms keep buckets of rocks for you to throw. I'm it's, not making a word of this up. It's because the penny's mightier than the sword. <laughs> all right. Cool. Anyway, this goblin thing... <laughs> The, the the best part of this book is that, you know, w- when the goblin turns on these kids to start attacking them, the nymph goddess chick thingy is like, you failed when you attacked the boys. The most val- They're the most valuable things that, to me at this moment. You deserve to die for this. She's like, right now, these kids are taking care of me, so fuck off. <laughs> like, they're not important, but... I kind of like off. them right now. Fuck off. And then... When she finally kills the thing, she decides to thank them by kissing all of these tiny boys. And the girl is like, uh, don't get me wrong, but, like, for me, just, like, a thanks is fine. Like, just you just have to thank me for throwing a book at a gremlin when I'm a tiny, small child girl. And then... <laughs> and we're not done and yet. And suddenly, we're on a battleship or a cruiser or something in the middle of the ocean... And the bottom of the Marianas Trench is rising up. I don't know why. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Maybe I should have started at one. It's a sign to pronounce the coming of Tarzan the Smooth Boy. I don't know. I'm fine with that. Um, Tarzan is coming. There's some good previews in the back of this for, like, powers and stuff. Um, there is a victory pinup in which you can see all the red glowy gems and tubes and understand why maybe red not best color. Oh, oh. right. There, <laughs> there are. Let's just say it, it, it definitely involves placements of the gems. Yeah, there's three each on her boobs. One on each boob uh, being right over the nipple, mm-hmm. and then one right, right on there, bikini. right <laughs> there, bottom. and you're like. <laughs> What are these tubes moving? <laughs> What's going into the tubes? Why is this a thing that's happening? Hmm. I just don't. I maple just, syrup. <laughs> maple syrup. Red <laughs> maple syrup. That's right. Raspberry syrup? I the, it is yeah. constantly delivering a sticky maple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh, okay. Let's talk about this for a minute. All right, that, that's, that's it with the book. If you want to give me a die, I think it's in one of the cup holders. Oh, Brian found it. Um, so let's talk about this for a second, though. How good the carry episode of Riverdale was? No. There is... This place in Woodstock is delicious and amazing. It's called the Maple Street Biscuit Company. Mm -hmm. And we walk in, and I immediately have to text Alex. (laughs) Because one of the things on the menu is... A sticky maple. maple. (laughs) You can get a sticky maple at Maple Street Biscuit Company in Woodstock. We are not paid to say this. It's just no, relevant. no. It's just there. and also that place is delicious. It's amazing. All it's right. so good. All right. So who want? What do you want to be? One or two? I'll You've be been two. one the last few times, and I've gotten you. So you two. I'll be one because statistically. All right, you picked it. All right. No. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. Thought for sure. I Get it, Brian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sticky maple. Yeah. Where is our box currently? Uh, it's still in the same place. So, yep. want to talk about rocks? Mm-hmm. This is usually when we talk about rocks. 
Yeah. Um, it's unusual that both of you are, can talk about rocks. I know. <laughs> so I haven't been in the store lately because I've been dealing with the Atlanta housing market. Yes. Um, getting dicked over by it mostly. <laughs> um, the theme of this episode is, again, dicks. It's like October in Mar- April. <laughs> in Mar- April. Mar- April. Mar- April. Mar- April. Mar- April. It's, it's our One new of the month. most famous people from Dalton for having married Donald Trump. Marla Maples is from Dalton. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. But my sister's <laughs> store, open on Saturdays and Sundays, uh, Rock Hunter Alex Trading Co. in Ackworth, Georgia on Lemon Street, is awesome. It has good, good rock stuffs. <gasps> Brian got a shiny cover. I did. I got a shiny cover. Actually, I That's got, a, I got, and I got relics. like a double cover. Yeah, Rock Hounds and Relics. Jen was literally distracted by something shiny. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which you can be too if you got a Rock Hounds and Relics. That's right. You sure can. Lots of good crystals and minerals and uh, rutilated quartz. If anybody wants to see that, we mentioned that a few weeks ago. It is my favorite stone, period. Yep. It is the best. It's beautiful. She has lots. So you got two copies. Yeah, you got it. So give you me have one. to read it twice. Give me one. Give me you one. No, you twice. have to give me one because it's shiny. <laughs> uh, I got um, Spider-Man 2099, number one. Is this just mine? I think this is just mine. What? This book? Yeah, this is uh, November of 1992. Yeah. Either mine or Mike's, I think. <laughs> well, that one's well, I only have one, <laughs> so oh. maybe he put them both together. Maybe he did. Okay, I don't know, but uh, we'll hear about it next week. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What else? I'm Jenna. We have, we <laughs> Do have the notes. End notes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And <laughs> we'd like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. We're available on your podcatching device of choice. Or on our website at panelologypodcast.com or on geektaco.com. If you would like to show your support for us, rate and review us on iTunes. Share us with friends, get them to rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash panelology. You can get rewards from us, including cool, cool shot glasses. Yeah. You can also listen to any of our interviews a day early. Yeah, Ooh. and we've taken a little break from them while Jen and I fight the Atlanta housing market. But yep. we're gonna, yeah, we're fighting we're that good fight. Or in the Start of, scheduling interviews again, so yeah. those will be coming back. In the spirit of Justice League, you can be a super fan and do all of those things. You could. You could, but don't try to murder us. Yeah, like that'd be the, bad. No, please don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That did go wrong yeah. there at the end, huh? From the beginning, in fact, as yeah. it turns out. I meant Brian's metaphor. Oh. <laughs> so, no, I think so, it went wrong from the beginning, too. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> pretty right. much. Yeah, that was Brian, wrong from the beginning. <laughs> the middle and the end. <laughs> Speaking of ends. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. See you next week. The end.